Hello and welcome to another episode of Double FM Sports. I'm Todd Fire. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jeremy Mizrak. And today we have a little bit shorter of an episode. We're going to try and uh, keep this quick. Um, we're going to start off with news, get right into it. And it's been a while since we last talked, so there's a bit here. Uh, for one, the NHL playoffs are over. The Lightning beat the Dallas Stars in the final. Um, yeah, what are your guys' takes on that? To be fair, I I doubted the Lightning. The Lightning were uh, back in my uh, NHL playoff preview. I had the Lightning in the Stanley Cup against the Knights, so obviously that didn't happen. But when the Knights were or when the Knights lost the Stars and then lost and the Stars beat whoever they beat to get to the finals, which actually might have been the Knights. Now that I think about it. I kind of saw a little bit of a spark in this, the stars. I started to doubt the lightning, but when the captain, Steven Stamkos, he dressed up for game two, game three, game two. I can't remember what game. He scored a goal in two minutes of ice time, and it was over from there. There's no way, no doubt in my mind, Tampa was winning that cup, and they did. Yeah. Victor Hedman won the Conn Smythe, which is playoff MVP, because he was, I think... Third in goals for a defenseman in a Stanley Cup final or playoff. Ethan? I'm not the NHL expert here, but but yeah. but I, I think after what happened last year to the Lightning, obviously losing in the first round, they, they really needed a comeback year almost for there say was a this year. Skepticism. So they probably a little they, they they probably heard the critics had a chip on their shoulder and I think that's how they won. Yeah. Um, staying in the NHL, longtime New York Rangers goalie Henrik Lundqvist has been uh, bought out by the uh, the Rangers organization. Uh, he will enter free agency. Um, he's now 38, so I'm not sure if I see him as much in a starting role as more so just that kind of mentor. Yeah, backup mentor kind exactly. of role. Say you draft a goalie this year, or maybe you've just got a young guy who doesn't have a whole lot of playing experience. I think a stud like Lundqvist is going to be your guy who really teaches someone how to to make it in the NHL system as a goalie. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there is a pretty good goal, goalie prospect in Askarov out of Russia. That Right there, there you go. You give him Lundqvist, and I'm sure Lundqvist will give his knowledge out. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Lundqvist. I mean, he's just been like kind of like the, I don't, know, I don't know, the probably the cornerstone of the Rangers team for the past yeah. certain years, and like he's like the fan. I'm assuming he's like the fan favorite. Oh yeah, for sure. So obviously, it's gonna be it's more of an emotional loss for the Rangers there. Yeah, and I mean, he's been on his way out. Um, I mean, he really hasn't been the same for like the past three to five years, but. I mean, his stats have still been up there, but it's not, you but, know, it's not good old Hank between the bars like he used to be. Right, yeah. I looked at the stats for last year, and he was, like, ranked 43rd in save percentage. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, like, you know it's bad when you have backups that are beating you I in mean, save percentage. I mean, to be fair, part of that is probably the fact that the Rangers' defense, um, besides Mark Stahl, who was just traded, I don't know if I can name somebody on that defense. Yeah, it was, it was a little rough, but, um... Anyway, moving on to the NBA, um, we're not quite done yet, but we are in the finals. The uh, the Miami Heat uh, ended up playing the Celtics. They knocked them out in the semis and are now 
playing the Lakers in the finals. Uh, the Lakers, of course, beat hometown rivals, uh, the Clippers. And no, they beat the Nuggets. Yeah, the Clippers complete oh, the 3-1. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Nuggets beat the Clips, and uh, the Lakers beat the Nuggets. Uh, no 3-1 comeback for them. Um, I guess speak, well, I'll just yeah, speak, speaking, speaking of, of the, the Clippers, Clippers, Doc Rivers has been fired by the Clippers, but but is already been hired by the 76ers. Who fired their coach, Brett Brown, earlier this year. Yeah. So. Disappointing now, I have heard season. rumors that Pelican's former coach, Alvin Gentry, yeah, I've heard could be uh, emerging possible hiring into that 76ers uh, staff. Wait, are there any other coaching gaps right now? The Clippers, I've heard Tyron Lue, Ty Lue yeah. might be the... Uh, successor of doc rivers well it's interesting because I, I like for the longest time everyone said tyru was interviewing for the sixer spot and then they just went right with doc rivers so i mean let's be real it's though. doc it's rivers, doc rivers. Yeah. are you gonna pass up a chance to get doc yeah yeah well and i mean don't forget that mike d'antonio is still out there that too. is true oh. yeah that's true and is in mcmillan for the pacers old coach he's still yeah. out there who's and houston's coach now i don't know if they've hired anybody oh no we gotta talk about Billy Donovan with the say, Bulls. Yeah. He, he's now the Bulls coach after. We're being, getting there. We're getting there. After being, uh, I guess, I guess, not leaving the Thunder. He, he parted ways. He was I, unceremoniously um, cut. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. Say it like that. Um, and of course, we already mentioned Steve Nash being the uh, the new Nets head coach. Um, so a lot of turnover as far as coaching goes in the NBA. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of going back to the finals. I know we're one game through, which wasn't that great of a game, uh, to be injuries. fair. Yes, lots of injuries. I know Dragic, Butler, Adebayo all went out with injuries at one point. Yeah, Butler came back in. Yeah, Butler did come back Adebayo in. Adebayo and Dragic are both doubtful for game two. So. Which both of them are key pieces. Exactly. I'm pretty sure they're, that's their top two scorers. Well, you throw in Butler there, too. Well, yeah, definitely, but, I mean, you got, without those three, I mean, you got, with all due respect, and I'm not trying to be rude to Tyler Hero, but you got Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Kendrick Nunn, (laughs) and I guess you could throw in Jay Crowder. And Todd's boy, Myers Myers. Leonard. Hey, you know what? (laughs) If Myers Leonard, this might be his opportunity to show his worth to the Miami Heat organization, because... Adebayo plays a mixture of a power forward and a center, and he's gone, which means next man up is Kelly Olynyk, who... Olynyk's I, been kind of good during the I playoffs. I know, but I don't see him playing a full game. Like, he's going to have to sit out at one point. So who do you put in? My boy Myers Leonard, that's who you put in. And also, not to mention, they still have Jay Crowder, who's like... Already said that, bud. No, you didn't. Yes, yeah, I did, did oh. but... But, but he's not what if, he's not gonna play center. What yeah, if they, yeah. what if they put forty year old Udonis Haslam in? Uh, that's also <laughs> not happening. I mean Hey, hey, he's got championship experience. Yeah, he does. He's got plenty of finals experience there in that he Miami does, Heat yes. threads. Um and of course Lakers are the same old Lakers with LeBron, A D, Rajon Rondo, Danny Green. Have we mentioned Giannis winning MVP? 
No, no, I don't think we have. There's been a lot of time that's lapsed, people. Yeah, it's been about three weeks since we put our news episode. So. Yeah, Giannis won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. First player since MJ, I, I want to say. I think, I think it's it was one of, I think it was him one and of three. Yeah, one of three now. Yeah. Um, so, exclusive club there. Um, I know LeBron wasn't too happy with no, his first not. place votes. I he, think he, he kind of got blown out. Well, there's a lot of things LeBron James is not happy about right now. That, yes, that. that's right. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, kind of bleeds into college basketball, yeah. which I know we don't have much of, but I know the draft is slowly coming up. The combine, I know at least... I saw that Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman were invited to the Combine. I don't know the exact date, but I know that means it's somewhat soon. Well, that means we're going to, we'll probably have a draft, like, I guess, prediction. Yeah. Good point. We probably will be coming out with a draft, mock draft. Uh, I would hope maybe we get two rounds just because it's two rounds. Maybe yeah, not. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll That'll see. be out soon. It's on the docket. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on to the NFL. We missed a lot. We did. <laughs> well, I don't even think we've talked about it starting. <laughs> yeah, right. correct. The NFL has started, people. We're already three weeks in. Actually, week four has started. Uh, the Jets lost to the Broncos last night. Uh, oh, the Thursday Jets. night football. Um, oh, the Jets. <laughs> not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, the reason we're all moaning is because the New York Jets have been plagued by injuries, and they're already subpar wide receiver core literally became Braxton Barrios. Yes, let's just say if, and again no disrespect to Braxton Barrios, when he is your not just number one. Crowder did play last night. Yeah, Crowder played last night, so did um, Chris Hogan, but before him, everyone was gone. (laughs) When Braxton Barrios, the backup slot receiver, is your number one target, you got a problem. And the only two guys on the field that also play offense are Chris Herndon yeah. and Frank Gore, the ageless wonder. Now, okay, they also have Kalen Ballage, but... Hey, Chris Herndon's... Uh, he, he's a decent tight end. Yes, he just doesn't get targets. Well, yeah. because well, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that's a topic for a whole separate podcast <laughs> exactly. on its own. We, we have an hour just dedicated to Sam Darnold's yeah. play. Well, and the injuries haven't just been... The Jets, either. I mean, think about the 49ers lost in week two when they incidentally played the Jets. Pretty much their whole team. Yeah, Nick Bosa went down with a torn ACL. Solomon Thomas. Yes, he went down. Jimmy Garoppolo went down. Mostert. Raheem Mostert. Richard Sherman. Like, the cornerstones of that team are just... As Ethan put before the podcast, it's pretty much a practice squad. (laughs) Now, not literally, but... When you're He's talking about, yeah. it's, like, it's like the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, it's like exactly. the Brooklyn Nets playoff team. Actually, that's a pretty good comparison, I'd say. Right, and of course Christian McCaffrey, um, along with Saquon Barkley. Well, yes, yeah, Saquon is he out for the season? Saquon yes. is out with the Tory. I, I wanted, to, I wanted to touch on the Niners because uh, the NFLP actually went into an investigation in the MetLife Stadium over like over the turf. Yeah, because so many guys were getting knee injuries. Yeah. Did they so, find anything about that? I didn't see. I any. haven't heard. Anything. I didn't see any results, but okay. yeah. Um, yeah, we have some uh, notable trades because this is even before the season started. But um, former 
Patriots kicker Stephen Guskowski signed with the Titans. He's been playing pretty good so far. Well, Except for week well, one. Well, no, no, not week one, week one, not week one, not week one. Week one, he was starting to look like Cody Parkey. Well, no, no, week uh, one. He was no, in all honesty, week one for all kickers was just abysmal. Yeah. No, but, no, but, they, God, but but he was by far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was bringing down but, the average. Uh, did you see the statistic? Where it was like it was like they had the worst kicking field goal percentage since like 1982 or something. Oh, sheesh. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. Speaking of Cody Barkey, oh. he is now the kicker for the Browns. It, it just it fits. It's, it's just a revolving fit. door. Um. Anyway, Leonard Fournette got cut with um. He got cut from the Jags and signed with the Buccaneers. I feel like we said that, but I don't yeah, know. I think, we've, Did we? I think we've said that. I think we talked about Ngakwa, too. Yeah. Yeah. As the Jaguars are just cleaning house and are somehow... They still have multiple... One, two... No, one win. Right? I, yeah. I one, and one James Robinson's been playing decent so far. James uh, Robinson, the rookie running decent? back. Are you kidding me? I picked him up off a of waiver Yeah, he's on my like team. He's my flex leagues. now. Yeah. 30 points, like, what was it, a week or two ago? Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. And, I mean, you want to talk about sheesh performances? How about Cam Newton with the Pats? He's been... He's been playing very well. I've been very impressed. Yes. I have, too. Um, I was really skeptical coming into this season. I'm like, okay, basically what you've got is 30-year-old Lamar Jackson. Wrong. What you have is, like, you Larry have, Zonka yeah. playing back. <laughs> now, a team that's not been impressive, the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Have blown consecutive twenty-point leads, and I'm pretty sure I don't. I can't remember if it's the Cowboys game or the Bears game. I'm pretty sure they were up fifteen with five minutes. That was the left. Cowboys the game. Cowboys game, yeah. Cowboys converted a uh, an onside kick. Well, it was so weird because like the Falcons, like they they watched it roll by because well, it didn't look like it was going to cross mean, the ten yard okay, requirement. But like. You jump on a ball if it's six, right. seven yards. Still, yeah. And this, this was no, this was no rookie special teams. This was Austin Hooper, Julio Jones. Austin I mean, Hooper's not Austin on. Austin Hooper's in, her, with the Browns. Who's their tight end? Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. My bad. Old, old Atlanta. These are not, you know, rookie guys. They throw out on special teams because they have a roster spot. These are guys that should know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, and I mean the thing is, I'll, I'll give them. It was probably over the ten yard requirement by like maybe a foot it was close it was, it was close. Really close it was close i think really it's just a matter of reaction time on the part of the cowboys special teams unit i think it was more the fact that the kick was an onside kick i don't think i've ever seen i mean the it's, ball was it, it, was, it was it was a weird kick he kicked it i'm pretty sure on its side he got the helicopter and it just spin. i i don't I, I definitely can't do that now, granted, that's why he's an NFL kicker, but I, I don't know say, many. Break the leg, I don't know? know many NFL kickers that could do that. Besides, maybe Falcons kicker, the Falcons kicker. How do you even pronounce Young it? Young Yeah, I mean, like, besides that. You know, he wasn't the one that kicked it. right? I know. Okay. I'm just saying. Besides him, I don't know if there's any other kickers in the NFL that yeah. could do that. Yeah. And after week three, I just wanted to throw this out. There are there are seven undefeated teams still throughout. And how many 0-3 teams are there? Um, well, well, there's an 0-4 team, the Jets. The Jets are 0-4. Houston's 0-3. But I think that's a little understandable. Yeah. They played the Chiefs. The Ravens. The Ravens, Ravens and the Steelers. Steelers. Um, the Bengals are 0-2-1 after tying As the Eagles. As are the Eagles. I will say that game was pathetic the, in overtime. <laughs> the Vikings are 0-3. That's hot sits here with oh his Adam Thielen jersey. You know. It's disappointing. I want to make a connection that I never thought I would make. 
in Madden, if you guys go and play franchise mode, and I challenge you to do this, go look at how Madden franchise places the Vikings. They are usually a top five pick. And I've always wondered why. <laughs> I think I might understand now. Um, Sorry, Todd, but... No, I mean, well, and I mean, it's understandable. Kirk Cousins hasn't been himself. Negative 1.48 points in week two. Right. We're down Stephon Diggs, of course. Hey, Justin Jefferson had a good game. Yeah, he He did did have have a a very good game. He's also, that's his third ever start as an NFL wide receiver. Adam Thielen's been a little underperforming. I mean, he's He's been been off and on. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is the defense. Daniil Hunter, if I'm not mistaken, is still on IR. Yeah. And Gakwo certainly wasn't himself week one. He's starting to get into a rhythm. Michael Pierce opted out at nose tackle. Um, so I mean, we're missing people on the D-line. Yeah, you guys went from probably one of the better D-lines in the league to... Yeah. Yikes. Um, Anthony Barr is out for the season with a torn pack, which leaves Eric Kendricks in the middle for the most part. And then you look at the secondary, you've got, of course, Harrison Smith and... Um, why am I blanking? Anthony Harris. Thank you. Uh, Anthony Harris, but you lost, like, literally all of your corners. Like, the oldest corner on the squad is Mike Hughes, and he's, like, what, 22, 23? Yeah, he's a young he's a young buck. Right. I mean, you lost Xavier Rhodes, you lost Trey Waynes, you lost Mackenzie Alexander. So, you've got these rookie corners trying to play people like Devontae Adams and keep up. And they just can't. So. Also, 0-3, obviously the Falcons. We've talked about them. And the New York Giants, obviously with the loss of Saquon really hurting them. But Saquon wasn't doing anything to, be, that, to begin with. Uh, to be fair, though, the only week he played was against the Steelers, which I would say is probably one of the better defenses in the it's league. Even so, he put up, like, under 30 yards. I mean... It, but, you know, it, like you said, the Steelers' de- running defense, they've held pretty much, like... Yeah, but like, how many yards did Melvin Gordon put up in week eight? Far too many. Yeah, it was too many. Um, okay, and I would rate Saquon over at least a healthy Saquon over Melvin Gordon. Yeah, okay. So I mean, it's fair. I think he definitely underperformed game one. Well, that kind of like I was gonna say that kind of brings me up. Like Devontae Freeman, former Falcons running back, has now signed with the Giants. Yeah, but he was terrible. Well, he's. Not, I I don't think he's. Great, but well, no, Ethan. You got one fantasy point last week. Yeah, it's also because he's splitting time. But oh well, yeah, but still, it's like a who's who of old forgotten running backs with Devonte Freeman, Dion Lewis, and Wayne Gallman. <laughs> hey, Wayne Gallman's a young boy. I know, but like he's still forgotten though. And but, I guess yeah. like a three and team that I guess shocked us. The Chicago Bears are three and zero. That still disgusts me. It, <laughs> Oh. Also, Mitch Trubisky got benched in week three. Nick Foles came on and, and led the comeback against the Atlanta Falcons. So I have a feeling that was kind of directed towards me. So <laughs> it was, because you're the one who's always like, oh, Mitch Trubisky. I do want to point out the fact that uh, maybe Mitch Trubisky hasn't had the greatest of seasons. But can we talk about Josh oh, Allen? Here we go. He is putting up MVP numbers. That is my hot take. That I said a couple weeks ago, I said, Josh Allen is the dark horse for MVP, and what has he done? I'll give you that. I mean, you guys... I'm, I'm still a little skeptical. Anything can happen, it's been three years. His decision-making skept- is still a little... I'm skeptical because he's, he's fumbled the ball three times running already this year. Yeah. Okay, but 
let's be fair, if he puts up the numbers he puts up every single game and fumbles the ball every single game, he'd still win MVP if you not if you take out Russell Wilson. Which, spe- which speaking of Russell Wilson, he's been on a tear this season so far. Especially considering the Seahawks O-line isn't the greatest O-line you're ever going to see. Right. Um, they The Seahawks are also 3-0. and As um, are the Chiefs, the Titans, the Steelers, the... Titans surprised me a little bit. A little bit, yeah, I would agree. Well, speaking of the Titans, they've got 13 ple- people as of now... Oh, shoot, 13? For COVID. Last time I saw was four. They were scheduled to play the Steelers, Steelers this week, but that got postponed to week seven. So they're treating this as a bye week for, I believe, both teams. Yep. Um, so, yeah. It's like the first real COVID experience happening in the NFL. Well, right. yeah, because I think, I think earlier in the week, Falcons cornerback A.J. Terrell, the rookie out of Clemson, right. he was the first player to test positive, and all of a sudden... You know, Tennessee breaks out. And yeah. Sadly, I would think that you're probably going to see stuff popping up in the next couple weeks. And Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I believe that rounds out the NFL. Uh, one more thing I do want to add. I agree. Well, actually, two more things. One, Adrian Peterson got cut by the Redskins. Er, uh, excuse me. Now- excuse me. The football team. <laughs> The Washington football team. Don't feel bad. I've done it twice in the last, like, three I, I saw this podcast get canceled for that. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, Adrian Peterson is now with the Detroit Lions and did nothing week two, but this past week and week one, he was tearing it up. Um, and staying on the Lions, I don't know if you guys saw week one, but uh, Jamie Collins, the former Patriots linebacker, headbutted a ref. <laughs> I don't know what was worse. Jamie Collins headbutting the ref or, De- ref or DeAndre Swift dropping the wide open touchdown pass yeah, in the end zone. Yeah, that was kind of pathetic. But I just like, he, he felt that he got fouled. So he goes up to the ref, tries to explain, and demonstrates the exact foul that got put on him by headbutting the ref in the chest. And it, to be fair, it was a light touch. It, it was a, a a very light. Kiss. But a lot of those rest bodies are not like. Okay, but I think I think. I think it was more out of principle. Yeah, yeah. And I think, as a sport fan, especially as a Washington Wizards fan, I learned how sensitive those refs are when Isaiah Thomas got <laughs> ejected in the first minute of the game from tapping the ref. So I understand a headbutt. Yeah, I think it was a bit ridiculous, but also. Jamie Collins, you've been in this league how long? You know better. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know who else knows better? I don't know. Vic Fangio and Adam Gase. Uh, What happened last night? Yeah, they got a little chippy, but uh, honestly, I didn't even watch the game. I I I no, no. I'll explain to you. So basically, so so basically, Vic Fangio was telling all of his players not to go shake the Jets players' hands, or like I guess after the game, essentially get off of the field because they're apparently the Jets had six. Personal fouls on the Broncos, including three roughing the passers. On who? Jeff, Jeff Driscoll? No, Brett Rippon. Wait, and Brett Rippon was playing. You know Brett Rippon started. Oh. You know what's sad? They had their third string quarterback and they still beat the Jets. Okay, look, unpopular opinion. Oh, I watched Brett Rippon play at Boise State. He's not bad. That kid can play. He's good, yeah. He's got a lot of Boise State's records. Yeah. Just saying. He's also the son of uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback Mark Rippon. Yeah, he has it in his genes. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll move on to college football. And um, 
Someone want to pull up the rankings? I have. I just want to say exciting news. We haven't reported this, but the Big Ten will. We reported last time that they're not playing. They are going to play as well as the Pac-12, I believe. I believe the Big Ten is October 24th. Big Ten's October 24th. I know that. I looked at the rankings and like Ohio State and Oregon. No, it's it's the 24th. It's 24th. They already put them. Yeah, I don't know when the Pac-12 is. I believe it might be November, the first week in November. But I know the Big Ten is for sure October 24th. Point being, they're playing. Which Um, is very exciting. All five Power Fives are back in it. Well, you know what? I think whenever the Big Ten canceled, like, first, they thought every other conference is going to follow suit. But no one but, did. But the Pac-12 did, which no one cares about. Like, let's be honest here in it's the East Coast. It's just like offense. Yeah. To be fair, I like my offense. Yeah, but you could also watch the Big Twelve. The Big tw- You could watch yeah. the Big 12. Very, very true. Um, couple <laughs> surprises as far as, you know, rankings go. Um... As I look at it here. Are you going to bring up your Miami Hurricanes? I am going to bring up my Miami Hurricanes because oh, we are 3-0, and which I don't think a lot of people are expecting. But Derek King came in, and he is starting to look like his old self you know, here. I saw him play at Houston, and I, re- I really liked what he did at Houston. So he was, like, in the conversation. And, the I mean, like... I mean, Miami beat UAB the first week of the season. No, one re- no shock there, but they, they right. beat Louisville. 18th ranked Louisville, which is a very um, good I don't win. know if I wouldn't consider that be, shocking, though. But still, it was, a, it was a ranked game. Yeah, and then we played Florida State. And beat them and, by 42. Yeah. I mean, let's them. be real here. The Florida State we're seeing here is not the Florida State of Jameis Winston against Marcus Mariota in the college national championship. I mean, right, right. But at the same time, it hasn't... We haven't played like garbage and beat garbage team. We have looked. Yeah, no, it's hot. been it's been and good. Next, not this week, but the next week after you guys get Clemson. That I think will be a good game. I'm I want a good game. I want Clemson to lose. I mean, honestly, I think I think not just talking specifically about Miami and Clemson. I want to go into the ACC because I feel like back in January when we started this. We kind of hated on the ACC for being such a terrible football conference. Except it's looking exciting. Uh, Clemson, Notre Dame, Clemson, Notre Dame, Miami, all in the top ten. Then you put UNC along with uh, Pitt. Oh shoot, my voice. Pitt inside the top twenty-five. Yeah. And I want to bring up Pitt because although I'm not a big fan, three and zero in twenty-fourth, pretty solid. They I'd beat. Say. They also beat Louisville. Yeah, and I was going to say Louisville was in. The top 25 last week. Yeah. I believe they were in the teens, weren't they? I think even said 18. No, they were 24th last week. I know, but the, they the were 18. When they, they were 18. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I we wanted to bring this up anyway. LSU was sixth last week. They played Mississippi State at home. Lost by 10. Lost by 10. And are now 20. Gave off 623, I believe, air yards. The former Stanford quarterback, K.J. Costello. Now, K.J. Costello is a very... I think he's one of the more underrated quarterbacks. No, that. I, he played amazing. He's, he's... I mean, before this. Like, not many people would have heard K.J. Costello until he Listen, put up Listen, if you get 623 yards against, like, a bad team, that's really good. Let yeah. alone LSU. Right. Who won the national championship well, last and year. you're playing with a new coach that you never played before. Mike Leach's air raid offense. It, it seemed to work. So <laughs> far, much did so. LSU dropped 14 spots and they're now in 20th. Uh, your top 10 right now is Clemson, Alabama, Florida, 
um, Georgia, um, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame, Ohio State, who hasn't played yet, Auburn, Miami, Texas, and Penn State, who also hasn't played. So, I yeah, mean, I mean, well, what I've learned here is there's there's no clear cut winner in the SEC. I don't see a clear front runner. No, because you have Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Auburn. Texas A&M, who's looked pretty good so oh, far dude, as well. Man, you have three schools in the top four, and the other is Clemson. Right. I, I mean, no. just yeah. that alone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that alone shows the power of the SEC. And Whoa. then you go to seven for Auburn, and that's your next best school, and that's your fourth best school. Yeah, there's four SEC yeah. schools in the top. Well, my yeah. thing is, though... We've only seen a week of SEC. Football. I mean, that is true, yeah. So we don't know if this was fluky and these guys are going to drop like rocks. We really don't know. I mean, you want to talk about good stat lines by SEC quarterbacks? Not necessarily the yardage, but Kyle Trask, Florida, four twenty or four sixteen with six touchdowns, zero picks. I forget who did they play. They played Ole Miss. Okay. Which. Well, Isn't the greatest they're team? Decent, but they're decent. They're decent. They're meh. Yeah, um, that's probably how I'd describe them. Yeah, I um, think that probably wraps up college football there. So uh, we're gonna move into some top soccer. Um, big news in La Liga. We mentioned last time that Messi wanted out of Barca, except he stayed. Now that is with probably him leaving next year when his contract is up. But so. but Barca fans, you do get one more year at least of Lionel Messi. But you know who you don't get one more year of? Luis Suarez. Because he went to Atletico, my favorite team in the league. So I'm what do you mean your favorite team in the league? That's my favorite team. That's in the my league. favorite team. Actually, no, it is his favorite team. Since when? Actually, I remember him telling me in middle school. So For, why haven't you been vocal about it? I've been vocal about I, my. Sport. I'm not vocal about Spanish soccer. It's just a... yeah. Well. And also Gareth Bale to Tottenham. To Tottenham. I believe on loan with a chance to buy. I'm assuming he'll stay. I'm I, assuming. Because, I mean, think about it. He's had how many problems has he had with the Real Madrid? It's not his choice, though. Yeah, I know. But, like, I don't think the Real Madrid Mandy staff really likes him anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's had his issues. And I think we've seen that on the sidelines of uh, games while he's sitting there on the bench. Or while he's sitting there... Uh, Holding his eight iron playing golf. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we'll stay in top soccer. We'll come back to uh, UFC. But um, Weston McKinney, there, we were talking about rumors of him going to uh, Juventus. He actually did. He is now there. And I believe he started. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> well, they brought in Arthur there, and they have Dybala, and they have... I mean, that's a solid midfielder. But, I mean, if you're going to bring in a U.S. men's national team midfielder, you're going to play him. I mean, yeah, but I didn't expect him to start his first game at Juve. It's the U.S. men's national... When was the last time the U.S. men's national team No, no, don't you knock Weston McKinney because he's on the U.S. men's national team. No, he, him and Pulisic player. are good. It's no, just... there are far more... There are far better... Giovanni Reina... Zach Steffen. Last World Cup came around. The I mean, reason that the U.S. men's team didn't make it is because we lost to Trinidad and Tobago. Yes, but we are, what, two years removed of that? Yes. No. Yes. Yes, yes two years. They're, the players have developed. I don't I don't think so. I'm hoping we can make the World Cup in 2022. Hey, I'm a Germany fan, so. 
I don't care. But it's coming <laughs> home. Anyway, um, um, Inner Miami is just drawing people in. Yep. Yeah, what they had Matweedy and Iguain are there, there now. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Iguain missed his penalty, skied oh, it, man. and then one of I believe maybe LAFC. I want to say that's who they are playing. The guy ran right in front of him and jumped up and did like one of Ronaldo's little celebrations. And Iguain tried to fight the whole entire team. <laughs> you don't want to make Gonzalo Iguain mad, and I think that team realized it right then and there. Um, yeah. We want to go to the Premier League. I feel like that's where we're all kind of itching to talk about our team. Yes. Judging on the fact that Leicester is one, Everton is two, and Arsenal is. Hold on, hold on. Breaking no, news? No, Liverpool is two, Everton is three, Villa is fourth. Leicester still won. Arsenal still won. Hey, I will say, I also like Villa. I have liked Aston Villa from their days. I, I, I will put you there. I'm we got, we, sure. we, have a fr- we, we have a friend that really likes Villa. I mean, I so even if Arsenal is fifth... They're still undefeated. Yeah, and Villa. Let's go. But, um... Leeds United still undefeated too, a newcomer to the league. Yeah, I'm honestly I not. T- oh no, wait, no, hold on. Excuse me, they're not defeated. That's my mistake. They did lose to Liverpool week one. It was a good game though. Actually, Arsenal lost too. We're not undefeated. Wait, when did Arsenal lose? Uh, let me look. Uh, I took a nice little L. To, uh, is that Liverpool? Hold on. Yeah, they played yeah. Liverpool this past Monday. Diogo Jota beat them in the Carabao Cup. No, they drew. drew. Yeah, but we won on pen. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of Liverpool, they pulled in Diego Yota out of uh, Wolves. And Thiago. And Thiago Alcantara out of uh, Bayern Munich. Uh, sticking, also sticking with transfers and going back to Wolves. Nelson Semedo off to Wolves. Bringing in yet again, I believe he's Portuguese, right? Yep. Adam Traore. They also brought in a wonder kid. I can't remember his name. From Porto. Portuguese again. It's literally a Portuguese revolution over the last couple of years in Wolves. Um, uh, also, talking about transfer uh, moves, I know Leicester just pulled off a $35 million deal to sign Wilfred von... F- I don't know his name. It's really... I don't know how to say it. But he's from St. Etienne and the French League. He's supposed to be pretty good. He's 19. So I'm pretty happy about that. I know that... Wait, were there any other transfer moves? Did we talk about Hamas? Ethan, yes, of course we've talked about it. You just wanted to bring that up. Um, hey, Leicester, Liverpool, and Everton are the only undefeated... Well, Aston Villa is technically undefeated. What do you but... mean technically? They are. No, they, they've, they haven't played three games yet, though. Right, but they are they're, still they're undefeated. undefeated. So there's only four undefeated teams left in the Premier League. Right, and there are also four winless teams in... Um... I believe it was Burnley, West Brom, Sheffield, and And Fulham. Sheffield United surprised me considering the year they had last year. Right. It's because Dean Henderson's not their goalie. Oh, that, you, that's why. Could be, actually. I mean, Man U's not having the greatest year either, but... Wilfred Fonfina. Man City in 13th? Wilfred Fonfina. That's the name of the guy for Leicester. All right. Just wanted to point that out. Um, we want to move on to League One here. Can we talk about... Uh, Sorry, Todd, you guys are on here. But I'm pretty sure Golden Boot Race right now, Jamie Vardy's five, Ethan, 
your boy Dominic Calvert Lewins. He is also five. Um, yeah. I believe that is the top of the Golden Boot. Correct me if I'm wrong, either of you. We're also three matches in, though. I mean, yeah, but Vardy is uh, defending his Golden Boot with great. With already great, five and three games. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. Not good. to mention, I'm sorry. I, I I know we don't like to be a little. We don't like to be that much biased. But did any of you guys see Vardy's second goal against Man City? No. Oh my gosh. I suggest you guys watch this after we finish this. All the listeners, please watch it because it's a beauty. Mm-hmm. It is a beauty of a goal. And James Madison's goal. Also a beauty. Just it made me it made me happy. You know what's funny on this uh on this app we're using, it has Dominic Calvert Lewin ahead of Jamie Vardy for the race. <laughs> probably because Everton played before Leicester. Oh, okay. That's probably the only reason. Alright, I think we should move on to League Uh. Yeah. Uh do we even have any news? I wait, is there? I don't really think there's much. Yeah, alright. Um oh. Uh oh no, we haven't gotten to the Bundesliga. No, that we'll go to the Bundesliga now. Right. I mean Obviously, that's also starting back up, Schalke like everything. is in last, and we're probably going to get relegated. <laughs> Both. After getting what place last year? I don't even know. Weren't you, like, top second six. or third? No, no, they were top six. That was, like, two or three years ago. Oh, oh. But, uh... When we were insane. <laughs> Bayern and Dortmund both lost this past week to Augsburg and Hoffenheim, respectively. Hoffenheim again, Augsburg? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I believe that's Hansi Flick's first loss as Bayern manager. Also, is going uh, going with Bayern. Robert Lewandowski he got robbed of the Ballon d'Or, but he got Champions Wait, League Player of the Year. Nobody. Oh yeah, they canceled it. But he he got Champions League Player mm-hmm. of the Year, so I'm happy for my man Rob. Um, my man Rob. That's my guy. I like <laughs> Pol- I like Poland. Besides the U.S., I'll cheer for Poland in the World Cup. And Robert Lewandowski is solely the reason. Just pointing that out this there. This is how we know you're a Bayern fan. Well, yes, I guess sir. I guess we can move on. I guess baseball. Do we want to hit UFC at all? Do you, Honestly, do you have anything? There isn't much. I mean, there's been a few. There's rumors going around about stuff a, there's happening. There's been a few things. Actually, I take that back. There was two big fights that many yes. people wouldn't. Israel Adesanya beat Paulo Costa in the second round by TKO. Makes me happy. I, I like watching, as they call him, the style bender. Because he is- he's a pretty freaking good martial artist. And uh, Jan Blachowicz beat Dominic Reyes for the light heavyweight uh, title. I believe that's interim because it hasn't been held by a man not named John Jones or Daniel Cormier in a very long time. Um, going with that, there's a fight, I believe, tomorrow on Saturday, Holly Holm. Uh, she's a solid fighter. That's happening. Uh, in the works, Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor, December 12th in Dublin, Ireland for charity. You already know I'll be watching that one. And then we got Khabib and Gaethje coming up at the end of the month you know, on the 24th. I think everyone's excited for that one. I definitely will also be watching that. Thank you, ESPN+. Plus. 
But yeah, that's all I've got for uh, UFC. All right, I guess now we can move on to baseball. Obviously, the playoffs are happening right now. Yep. Um, we'll just give you a little update. So the division series, it'll be the Houston Astros against the Oakland Athletics. And, of course, Houston took out um, somewhere. Minnesota. Right, they took out the Twins, and the A's beat the, uh, the White, White Sox. Sox, which kind of surprised me. The White Sox have not been in the playoffs forever. And uh, they had a nice year this year. I know the Braves uh, put down the Reds last night. Which isn't a whole lot of a surprise. No, is Freddie Freeman an MVP candidate? Uh, I don't know. I know the Yankees two nights ago, I believe. We took out the Indians. The Indians, yes. Shane Beaver did not look like the uh, Cy Young favorite Shane Beaver that I mentioned three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The Rays took out the Blue Jays. So yeah. now the Rays will be playing the Yankees. That should be a good matchup. The Dodgers took the Dodgers took out the Brewers, and they're awaiting the the winner of the game three between the Padres and the Cardinals. And that, the series is tied one one. Yep. There. And uh, game two, as we speak, of Marlins Cubs. Or is in the middle of the second inning. Right. Yeah. So and it's still it's zero, still zero, zero right now. Yeah. And the Miami Marlins are somehow up one nothing on the Cubs. That surprised me. Yeah. That more than surprises me. Yeah. But um Yeah, so I guess we'll give you I guess updates through for that as they come. Do you have anything else? Not not playoff related, but I do know Justin Verlander has had his Tommy John surgery. I know we mentioned that he was hurt and they didn't really know what he was gonna do. He has officially had his surgery. Best of luck to him, even though I don't particularly care for the Astros. Right. Um Okay, so that's a wrap on our news. Um, let's... NASCAR. Okay. Don't okay. forget about NASCAR. Hit us with the NASCAR, because I haven't been keeping up with yeah. it. All right, I know Las Vegas was just last week. Kurt Busch got the win there. They are officially in the round of 16-12. Um, I know Kyle Busch is below the cut line. Eric Almarola, Clint Boyer, all below the cut line. And I believe the other driver, I'm blanking here. Let me look it up. No, No, Jones didn't even make the playoffs. Jimmy Johnson did not make the playoffs. It is, uh, is it Austin Dillon? No. Yes, Austin Dillon is the other other driver with uh, Bowman and Chase Elliott on the bubble. Did we mention Denny Hamlin and, uh, MJ? No, they no. St- they they started their own NASCAR team. Well, no, they bought out Jermaine um, racing. racing, and their their driver as of now will be Bubba Wallace. Wallace, who was obviously involved in some controversy yeah. over the summer. But, um, I guess just kind of a little bit of a touch up. Bubba Wallace was actually, I don't want to say a favorite, <laughs> but he was in the running to replace possibly Clint. Boyer in the 14, possibly the 48, possibly the 42 at Chip Ganassi. Obviously, none of those are going to happen. Right. Uh, and, of course, he left Richard Petty Motorsports and will no longer be driving the 43. Which means that's now open. And that's, that's, a, pretty, that's a pretty historic car there. It is. They haven't been doing well in the past like, well, yeah. years. I mean, really, since the King. But Yeah. I mean, no, no shade to Kyle Petty, but... Um, Kyle Petty. Yeah. 
Kyle Petty drove for Richard Petty Motorsports after his father Richard did. I thought you I thought you were saying the king, Kyle Petty. No, I was saying no offense to Kyle Petty. Okay. Because I never mind. I, I got you, I got okay. you. Okay, let's just let's let's move on. Let's move on. Um I mean, we talked about the NFL, but high school football has started back up. Um, we had our first game last week, um, so we're just going to do a little bit here on... I mean, by the way, for those that don't know, this is mechanics for right, high school. I was just about to say Yeah, that, and if you, uh, you want to get a little insight, look no further than our uh, good old interview with Coach Anthony Rose, the Mechanicsburg football head coach. We've got that on our uh, Spotify Apple Podcasts, all that. Make sure you we're, get that one to check out. We're everywhere. We're, we're in some places that we didn't even know were existed. So, yeah. and speaking of that, just a little update. We are looking to get an interview with high school quarterback Micah Brubaker of the Gangsburg Wildcats. Yes. That'll be out probably within the next two weeks. So stay tuned for that. But um, our first game was against West Perry. We won 28-14. I was at the game because yeah. with marching band. Josh, Josh, to uh, watch it, but spotty connections. Yes. And, Are you uh, guys gonna watch? The, any uh, Mechanicsburg fans? I want to point this out. This is a non-paid promotion. Please go subscribe to Wildcat Athletics on YouTube. They're trying to get a thousand subscribers so that they can live stream via YouTube because they were having problems with their other streaming service. But for the time being, uh, I believe we're still gonna be on Meridix. Right? Yes. Yep. Um, Who do we play tonight? tonight we play we Ship. Ship is a it, very good team, but they, they are coming off of an upset loss to Waynesboro. I saw that, right. and I don't know. We we do play Waynesboro down the line this year too. So, yes, uh, I I want to point this out. Shippensburg is legit. They were undefeated. They were undefeated. However, this is my take on what could happen. This game is going to happen tonight, so I just want to point that out. It's Yes, this is Friday, one of one of two, one of two things is going to happen. Either Shippensburg isn't as good as everyone thinks they are, and we can beat them, or Shippensburg's going to go, "Wow, we really just lost to Waynesboro. Let's go kill Mechanicsburg." I think it's going to be a little bit of both, maybe. I, 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 I think it's going to be a close game. It should be a good game. I think what's going to be crucial is Micah. I think needs to get rid of the ball a little bit quicker because some of the things I saw against uh, West, West Perry. Perry, I mean, from what I could see, he threw two picks. The set, the 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 one they was were, they were questionable. I, the second one is more what I'm talking about. He was pressured in the pocket, so he rolled out. Tried to make something happen. Tried to make something happen and threw a pick. He and should he should have just thrown that's the just ball the away. Throwaway situation yeah. in my mind. And no shade to Micah. He's a brilliant quarterback nice. and a great guy. Yeah. I just and granted, you are looking at it in retrospect. He was I, making the decision probably right. with a five. 5'11", 6-foot defensive end coming down. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, if, if he can clean that up a little bit, I think we have a decent shot tonight. Um, For sure. And Micah, I believe, made the All-Sentinel team at least yeah, he's, first or second last year. So he's Micah, one of, he's one of the better quarterbacks quarterback. around here. Right, and one of the things I really did appreciate about Mechanicsburg last week against West Perry was West Perry, you could tell they were trying to control the clock. Just oh, based definitely. on their time. They were just they were just running the I ball mean, right, they would right run the off. ball over and over and over again and I, they worked I think, it down to the goal. I line. think the first so within the first two drives it was seven seven. I believe West Perry held the ball for about what, seven, eight yeah. minutes. 
Mechanics Perp went down and scored within a minute. Scored in 51 well, seconds. And just, I appreciated that, because that is how you break it, ball control. It brings me back to the point that Rose made um, whenever we... That Coach Rose made whenever we um, interviewed him. He said, West Perry's got a ton of strength, but I think we're going to beat them in speed. And that's what we did, especially with Rashawn Early Holton as well. Huge game. Huge yes. game. He had, what, a touchdown? He was, just, he was, just bl- he was blowing by their cornerbacks every time. Right. And, and like Rose said, the speed got to them. Yeah, and I mean, that's how you break ball control. I mean, I think about the 1990 Super Bowl between... Uh, you, you had the Bills and the Giants, and the Giants kept it a close game because even though you had, you know, the K-Gun in Buffalo and, you know, Jim Kelly and Andre Reed, you know, that was a powerhouse offense. But then on the other side of the ball, you had Lawrence Taylor. Arguably one of the greatest defenders of all time. Right, and that Giants D... And the Giants D played well enough to keep the Bills in check on offense... And then the Giants' offense, you know, they weren't a huge... There weren't a lot of big names there. They did enough. Yeah, they did enough, and they held on to the ball. They didn't turn it over. They didn't give the Bills opportunities to score. That's what Wes Perry tried to do. But we broke the system with two scores that probably totaled up to under two minutes of time. Yeah, and I I think a big part of that is, like, I don't want to call it a signature play, but for lack of better words, I it's am. It's that deep shot. It's... I mean, I've seen it last season. I've seen it in the scrimmage against Redland when I was watching that. I, I saw it twice against West Perry. Micah rolls out to the right, and you send a, you send the far far wide right receiver and on a streak, you're and done. you hit him every single time. Yeah, and what I love is usually that's a play that Micah does with his brother Caleb. Like that's kind of yeah. Their that, that unfortunately, is unfortunately, Caleb was out. Right, but. He spread the ball around, which it, it wasn't... I mean, we talk about Rashawn Early-Holton, and yeah, he had a heck of a game, but it wasn't just him. Yeah. You had Nick Morrison catching balls. You had James Anderson. And correct me if I'm wrong, Nick Morrison had a touchdown. Did yes, he, he did have a touchdown from, I think, like the four, maybe. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's one of those... Micah is not being selfish with the ball, and that is an amazing thing for an offense. And almost at the same time, I want to say he... I wouldn't say selfish... But he does like to run that football a good bit, and he got Which a rushing touchdown. Yeah. The key to playing football is you keep the other team guessing. And we had an awesome mix of running and passing that Wes Perry didn't know what to expect. Because as soon as you let the other team know what you're going to do, they can shut you down. So I think as long as Mechanicsburg can keep that running tonight against Shippensburg, they have a good shot at winning. Now, we are looking at some injuries. We already mentioned Caleb Brubaker. That's a pretty big one, as he's one of their top receivers. Ethan, did I see Sam DeLuca in a brace and on crutches? I no. believe. I swear I saw him in a brace and on crutches the other day. No. No. Who did I see in a brace and on crutches? Falsus. Yes. No, it wasn't Micah, or Michael. There was a kid on the football team in a brace and on crutches. Oh, Dominic Zeno. No, it was a different kid. I I mean Dominic Zeno is out. He's a pretty Isn't solid Mike running Jones back. Out too? Mike Jones, one was of our I think he, he, he had shoulder surgery. Yeah. yeah. I swear I saw a football player. It wasn't it's not DeLuca. DeLuca It was somebody that looked like him then. But okay. s- speaking of Sam, he's played pretty good, I thought at, at least. What, middle linebacker, outside linebacker? I yeah, he, he played, also had some yeah. he he also played in the line a little bit. 
I was gonna say I think he's also listed as like a free safety too. But yeah. I mean, he, he high school football, you literally play wherever yeah. the coach tells you. Yeah. Play, so. Well, I mean, I I know three of us know Tyree Morris is a defensive player, but. I do believe he got some offensive snaps in the ball. He's, he played tight, tight end, end. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't play tight end last year. Yeah, and also, did, not much. And not also, much, but I mean, tight end just isn't that. Common. And also, I yeah. thought I thought Taylor Shear at running back had a pretty good game mm-hmm. as I well. Mean, Taylor's a freak. Well, did athlete. you did you see the one hit? He like the one like I don't I, I don't know the the connection might have cut, but he like trucked over some like West. Oh Bear yeah, kid. I saw you the saw highlight. It? Taylor posted that on his social media. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor's a freak athlete. Yeah. I don't think there's a better word to describe it besides. Freak athlete. Yeah, and I mean, I was really actually surprised to see him in the backfield because I'm used to him as a receiver and a return man. You know, he's like he's like that Jabril Peppers athlete kind of guy. Right. And he plays safety too, and he's a pretty good defensive player. Yeah, uh, I will say I appreciated one guy not being in the secondary, and that was Micah. I appreciated yeah, not, not ris- being there, not risking getting because hurt. Because that was my thing last year. Was he's your he's your guy. He is your starting quarterback. QB one. Yeah, exactly. As Rose likes to call him. He is QB1. He gets injured playing safety. There goes the team, you know? like. He I will... mean, in all fairness, last year James Anderson did do I a mean, pretty right, good job. That's and... not the ideal okay, situation. But yeah. also, with all due respect to James Anderson, he's a good athlete, but he's not a quarterback. Exactly. We don't have a backup. Now, actually, no. We probably have Micah's brother, Seth. He could come in and play. But... We don't it's really not ideal though. You we don't, don't have a varsity court. We don't have a quarterback with varsity experience to come right. in if Micah gets hurt. Exactly. So I appreciated not having to use him in the secondary just to preserve him and keep him fresh. So um, do we want to move on now to a little fantasy football? We when we did our draft, we mentioned that we would give updates. Um, oh yeah. We'll keep it a little short, but for and unfortunately. Charlie is not here right now, right. but but we can go over some of the stats. So yep. as of week three and bleeding into week four, actually I don't think any of us have Broncos or Jets players on our rosters. No, no, I don't. So actually, don't you have Noah Fant on your bench? Uh, no, I dropped him. Oh. for uh somebody. All right. So oh, I dropped him for the Ravens defense because I needed defense for the Steelers on a bye. So yeah. overall, um. In one division, it's uh, me and Ethan, and we're both two and one. And in the other, Jr. and Charlie are one and two. Um, I am on top of our division because I just scored more points than Ethan, and Jr. scored more points than Charlie, so he's on top of his division. Do you want to give a little rundown of who we're starting this week, just because of? Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll do. Wires. I'll do my 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 plan starting lineup, barring injuries or anything. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Darren Waller, Dalvin Cook, Chargers D, and Harrison Butker. That's my plan lineup. I'll just join you, Charlie's lineup, too, while we're yeah, here. Yeah, just hit him with it. Okay. Um, Charlie's lineup is Lamar Jackson, Joe Mixon, Mike Davis, Tyreek Hill. I'm thinking maybe Allen Robinson, Zach Ertz, Adam Thielen, San, San Fran D, and Justin Tucker. All right, what do you got, JR? All right, so I'm really debating this one. This will probably be a Sunday game time decision. I've got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, but I've got my boy Pat Mahomes on the bench. He's playing New England. Rodgers is playing Atlanta. That's not even a question I, for me is Mahomes. You just do my, Think about it. 
Who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to? The practice squad and maybe Devontae Adams. Alan Lazard. Is out with core muscle surgery. Wait, really? For yes. like a month. You got Valdez Scantling. You got Marquez Valdez Scantling, like Mercedes Lewis. Wait, hold on. When did this Alan Lazard thing happen? Because I just Yesterday. picked him up in one of my... Oh, great. I just yeah. picked him up in one of my other leagues. Okay. So, yeah. Pat so, Mahomes, Pat Mahomes. Probably, yeah. With one of the best tight ends in the league. And, I mean... Uh, Running backs, I feel like I'm kind of set, but I've also got another guy on my bench. You I got want. Nick Chubb on your bench, and you're putting Jonathan Taylor in. Yeah, that's a Dallas defensive line. I I, I don't. Dallas. Do- oh oh. The Dallas D line actually hasn't been terrible. Yeah, I've got Zeke, and I've got Jonathan Taylor at halfback. Now these are again going to be game time. What's wrong with halfback? No, it's just you sound like you're talking about. Someone from the 50s, but back when we didn't call them running backs. Whatever. Wide receiver, I got Mike Thomas. He's supposed to be back in the lineup this week, and they're playing Detroit. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I got, I got Calvin Ridley, who's also questionable, like Mike Thomas, but I've got DK Metcalf and Robert Woods on my bench. And so. Tyler Lockett. And Tyler Lockett on my bench. Then I got Mark Andrews. I think that's self explanatory. Austin Eckler. Again, self-explanatory. The Ravens are playing Washington, so I picked them up because I have the Steelers and they're on by. And I got Will Lutz. Yeah, and I mean, for me, my QB is Dak Prescott. My uh, two running backs are Alvin Kamara and Kenyon Drake. Actually, Kenyon Drake has not played that well this year. As a Cardinals fan, Kenyon Drake is not playing well because they're not using him as much right. as they want They might because D-Hop's hurt. D-Hop is questionable. Yeah, that's why I said he's hurt. Right, but he's still in my lineup. Yeah. Um, I have Amari Cooper, Travis Kelsey. Miles Sanders is questionable, but he should be okay. Um, yeah, Doug Peterson said that he should be good to go. Uh, the Bills, D against Las Vegas, and Greg Zerline. So, we'll see how we do there. Um, I mean, each team is pretty good because we're in a four-person League. Yeah, I'm playing Ethan this week, and he's projected 145.1. Sweet, so I can claim the two seed. 138. Jr. is playing Charlie and is projected to win by like 30 points. Well, no, because I Charlie. Because Juju is not playing. I know. I know. Hey, no controlling his team for him. No, I I control his team. Do you actually? Yes. No, that's cheating. Why? Because I'm a better fan. You're a better fantasy. It's Charlie's team. Hold yeah, on. He... I think we're going to need to vacate the title if Ethan wins. Tampering. Cheating. Playing as somebody else. Technically, this is fraud. The, the, the title needs to be vacated anyway because his tampering affects everyone in the league. Not us. Yeah, it does. How does it affect us? We're playing those teams. True. He could rig it so every time he played Charlie, he would win overwhelmingly. Oh, speaking of... There he is. But then he could also rig it. Hey, you got to control your fantasy team from now on. They're not letting me do it. Well, I was for a bit, but every time I I was talking about fantasy, you went, oh, yeah, I already checked. This is literally fraud. (laughs) This is fraud. This is like in our friends league where Ethan and Charlie had the one and two picks, but it was the same account and Ethan drafted four times in a row. This is literally fraud. I've never seen something so illegal. And I use the word illegal and I mean it. 
This so, is so, like, so this is illegal. This is like Bill Belichick spying on the Bengals. Except, this is bad. Except you can see his whole entire team and not just what you get on camera. Oh. Anyway. A disgrace to the fantasy community. I'm sorry, all you other <laughs> fantasy football players. Yeah, well, anyway, let's um, take a little break here to hear from our sponsors at Anchor. And uh, we'll be back with uh, two segments for you. Thank you for uh, listening to that message from our friends at Anchor. And um, we're going to switch things up a little bit here. We're actually going to do hot takes now. And we have one brand new segment afterwards. So, uh, hot takes. Ethan, what do you got? All right, so I'm thinking I'm going to do a college football hot take for this one. Okay. And I'm going to say, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say I think a non-top 25 team currently ranked makes the playoffs. Wow. Can you elaborate? Like, who would that be? Like, I'm just trying to see who fits into that category. Well, let's, let me look at the standings. He doesn't even know. <laughs> He's just spitballing, you know. Back it up, man. Okay. Come on, Ethan. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to get there faster than you. Sheesh, I had to open up the app. I'm not even going to look because I know Ethan's got nothing on it. Sorry, Ethan. What do you mean I don't have nothing on All it? All right, I'm just going to list the options here. We're talking VTech, uh, Louisiana, Minnesota, USC. Minnesota. You're saying Minnesota makes the playoffs. Thinking of the year they had last year, yes. I don't think they repeat the year they had last year because they don't have the team they had last yeah. year. I mean, you're uh, talking Antoine Winfield's out. Right. He was a huge role in that defense. I I still think there's a shot. How about Kansas State? I mean, they took down Oklahoma week one. Rattler looked like a rookie. I'll say that. He so, threw three picks. Yeah. Do you um, have one, JR? I mean, I can go if you don't. I don't, but right. I'm coming to... Okay. Almost have one. I'm going to stick in college football, and this is a little biased, but I think it's actually plausible. Miami wins their first national championship in, like, 15 years. Okay, I thought you were about to say ACC to the point where I literally mouthed it, and then you said national championship, but honestly, it's not that far away from winning an ACC championship because we've seen what happens to ACC champions. Example A, Clemson. And really the only example, but we'll keep it at that. My hot take, sticking with football, but I'm going to the NFL. I know my dad's probably going to end up listening to this at some point, and dad, you're probably going to hate me. NFC East. Oh. The Washington football team. You caught yourself. Win the division. No. It is an absolute... Actually, that's... I don't, even, I don't considering even, the other teams. I don't even know what to. I don't even know what to call that division. I feel like if they had Garbage. a championship game, it would be called the toilet bowl. <laughs> Honestly, yes, <laughs> like, you are one hundred percent right there. It'd be like we at have the same teams. time, though. I feel like Washington is okay. Washington might be a dark horse candidate. It's like the, the belt. It's like the belt bowl in college football, pretty kind much. Of. I just I don't see how Dallas blows it that much. Like, I, I think Dallas will win it. Dallas yeah. will probably I go think in Dallas as a is the favorite, seed, but but that's my that's that's my hot take. Okay. That's why it's a hot take. Washington beat the Eagles week one. Yeah, who did they play after that? It's a very good question. They played Arizona and the Browns, and they lost to both of them. <laughs> the Cardinals are not bad. Yeah, no, I, I'm just saying. 
They lost to both of them by pretty decent margins. I mean, yeah. So, and now they play the Ravens week four. I mean, yikes. Smacked. Probably. I mean, that defensive line of the Washington football team. Deron Payne, Chase Young. Who's he? He's injured. Oh, uh, yeah. Whatever. Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen. Ryan Kerrigan. Nope, he's a linebacker. Not, not Ryan Kerrigan. I was thinking of another guy. Matt Ionitis? Yes. Montez Sweat. Montez, Montez Sweat off the edge. I believe they have four or five first-round picks in that D-line. <laughs> yeah. Or that D-line. Well, it just proves, to, it just proves how bad the oh, yeah. football yeah. team is. So, been. they got a good D-line. They just have to fix everything else. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, yeah. don't hate on McLaurin. Yeah. That's, that's about true. the only thing they have right on offense. Uh, so, anyway. I think it's not bad. That's hot takes. Uh, we're going to move on to our brand new last segment. Now, we do want to say we don't know which segment's going to be last. We're, we're, right. we're, we're, we're rolling we're... with last today. If we don't like it, we'll probably switch it around. But anyway, we're calling this oddities. And this is born out of my, my, my passion for weird sports knowledge. So basically... We're each going to just list off a random sports fact, just weird sports knowledge, and we're just going to try and one-up each other. So, But today we're only doing one because we're a little right. pressed for time. Can I go? Can I do two? I have one that I really want to share. I want to start off. Ethan. I want to start off. If you're doing two, why don't we all do Let's two? Let's all do two. Okay. It'll go fast. I only have one. Well, that stinks. I'll, I'll do my one. Okay. So we'll this is it's about the Steelers. Um, it's it's a, it's a stat line almost okay. per se. So Jerome Bettis on September twelfth, two thousand four, he had five rushing attempts for one yard and three touchdowns. Okay, to be fair, I feel maybe that maybe that's okay. Never mind. That's insane. <laughs> okay, I is that an, is that what we're looking yes, for? Yes, that is exactly what we're looking for. So hold up. Actually, no, that kind of makes sense though. <laughs> Because it was probably a bunch of goal line runs with like a negative five yard exactly, run. Exactly. Yeah. To be fair, I thought that was kind of common knowledge, but maybe that's me being a Steelers that's fan. That's I feel like a Steelers fan. I've never heard that. I feel like that's an oddity, right? Yeah. That's definitely an oddity. <laughs> I've okay, also so got, that's mine. I'll obviously come up with more for next time. I've, I've also got one about the Steelers. This one might be more common. Also, might not be more common. Back in. 1943. Oh boy. The Steelers actually combined yeah. with the Philadelphia Eagles and created the Steagles. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was 44. Was or no, no, I'm thinking Pitt Card was 44. The Steagles. Yeah, the the Ste- Steagles were trash. Okay, but did you just take my Pittsburgh combining I did, kind with? Of. I was about to say the next year they combined with the Chicago Cardinals. Now in Arizona. Now, yeah, now in Arizona. That's your team, man. Yes, it is. It's the Steelers with the Cardinals, which is the exactly why. Actually, they call them the card dealers. Seriously? The card no, dealers. No, they just I don't even think they actually had a they, name. No, they just got referred to pick card, but Yeah. And that's of course because they were pressed for men in the middle of World War II. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Alright. Do you wanna you know, oh, I'll gosh. give my first or I'll give my first one, then you hit your Todd is like a whole bulleted I'll... list of like twenty. Yeah, I'm I... quite excited for this. <laughs> no, 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 the, the red are the headings. Oh, oh, These oh, are just my oh. notes for the facts. I'm oh, gonna he's give you has talking points. <laughs> I do have talking points. Nineteen thirty seven. Oh, the NHL had eight teams, right? Uh-huh. And the Stanley Cup champion was the Chicago Blackhawks. Wait, just the was it called the Stanley Cup champion at this time? 
I don't know. I think it still was. Anyway, I believe so. They were the champions. They they played forty eight games. That was the standard. They had a record of fourteen yes. twenty five and nine. I actually did know that. They were the lowest seed in the playoffs. They were the third seed in the American division. Wait, so everyone made the playoffs? No, six out of the eight teams. So there was a team worse than that. There were two teams worse. Um, I think it was the Red Wings and maybe the Montreal Maroons. (laughs) The Montreal Maroons. They go into the playoffs. They beat the Montreal Canadiens in three. Which back then is pretty huge because the Canadiens were a powerhouse back in those... I mean, not as much as like 50s, 60s, 70s, but... But in the early days, they were a powerhouse. Just just for for reference, they were one, three, and two against the Canadiens that season. Then they played the New York Americans, won that series in three. They were 0-4-2 in that season head-to-head. And then they won a um, they won three of four games against the Maple Leafs in the final, and they were one, two, and three head to head against the Maple Leafs. So you're telling me they had a combined regular season win total of two wins against the teams they played, and somehow won the Stanley Cup? Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. That's an oddity. That is an oddity. That is quite the oddity. All right. Uh... I don't have a second one, but right. Jared has a second one. Honestly, I don't. This one, I, I just kind of thought this was a little cool. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, the creator of Sherlock Holmes, right. played goalie for the Amateur Portsmouth Association Football Club. Wow. Which also was the Portsmouth Football Club that went on to win the FA Cup just 12 years ago. Wow. All right. I'm, I'm excited to hear All this. All right. This one isn't even on my list. I stumbled upon this today. You people are going to love this. So. The Fridge, right? As in William Perry, number 72 for the Bears, right? I think I know what you're going to The Fridge once fought Minute Bowl and lost. What? Are you serious? I am completely serious. As a former martial artist, what do you mean as in fought? Like, are we talking hand-to-hand combat? There was this thing called celebrity boxing. And the two of them squared off against each other... In a three-round well, yeah, Manu- Oh, yeah, I now I know, because Manute Bowl just does this. Exactly. Just- Manute Bowl is 7-7 seven, seven and has, like, an I thought I thought you spin. mean, like, like a like a backstreet brawl, like, wrestling fight. And I was like, No, no, no. What? Like, this was a boxing match between 375-pound William Perry and 7-7 and seven, seven w- Manute Bowl. Who's probably, like, 140? No, maybe. he's 240. Yeah. That, oh. makes, that makes uh, McGregor and Khabib look... Not even that impressive. I'd rather, it was, it I, was a terrible fight. I'd I rather see me. It. It's on YouTube. I watched the fight, and literally, Perry looked. I mean, he looked terrible against Bull. Well, he doesn't have stamina. Well, he doesn't have stamina. Not to mention, I mean, you're talking about you have to punch a guy that's like a solid foot taller than you. And his arm is maybe a foot longer yeah, than you. I want to see celebrity boxing Yao Ming versus Nate Robinson. Oh, man. Dude, Nate yeah. Robinson's done. Yeah, I know. That's not even close. Like, at least William Perry's got the weight advantage. Well, except the thing is, William Perry, I think it was four times, basically just tackled him. Yeah. Like, it's insane. I, he was not Wait, did you watch, watch the fight? I watched the fight. It was three rounds. Like, nothing happened. Literally, the ref got in the middle of them and said, Hey, come on. You guys have to box. <laughs> um, But... 
Yeah, that that's my my oddity for you. All right. William Perry versus Manute Bowl. And obviously, like I said, ne- like next time we do this, since we'll, we'll have more time, assuming we're gonna come up with like a bunch of these I and just try to one up. Yeah. Todd's uh, already got probably a list of forty. So I, I gotta say, I know we didn't really specific like specifically say that there would be winners in this, but Todd just won. With Manute Bowl yes. and the fridge. Todd just won. Oh, by the way, Manute Bowl was 42 and the fridge was 39 at the time. So. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right, well, I think that's a wrap for us. Um, so, until next time, I'm Todd File. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm JR Mizrak. And we are signing off.